0: For over 75 years, Moses has served this region with hustle, integrity, and caring. Our core values are what make us the number one provider of complete customer care. From sales, to our service and parts departments, all the way to our body shop.
1: I'm Reeves Kirtner, and this is In Your Business. Season one of In Your Business is presented by Moses Automall of Huntington. Online at mosesmeansmore.com. Empowered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce, and Kindred Communications. This week, we're joined by Audie Perry, Executive Director of the Heritage Farm Foundation. We're going to discuss the history and future of Heritage Farm, Appalachian culture, tourism opportunities in the tri-state, and more. Let's get in your business. Let's start with the history of Heritage Farm and, and how it all came to be. So my parents
2: moved to uh, Harvey Road 50 years ago, actually 1973. Uh, That whole area had been settled by seven German dairy farming families back in 1850s, late 1800s. And um, so mom and dad were attracted to this 1850s dairy barn that still is there today, and it's it's an amazing structure. Um, They just Really, we're looking uh, for a place for my two older sisters to have horses, right? Right. And they were just going to knock down the burned out shack that was still left on the property. And when they went to remove the wallboard and the filth, they discovered 200-year-old hand-hewn log cabin. Wow. And, you know, they said, well, who did this? And how come we never learned about them in school? Right. And um, that really began their passion for Appalachia. Yeah. And like most passions, it got way out of hand. Sure, after that, yes, and it did. Uh... Now there's a thousand acres, thirty some buildings in West Virginia's first Smithsonian affiliate. But um, you know, they just really became passionate about. These are amazing people, right? And and especially at a time where sometimes you know Appalachia doesn't get the 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 glory it deserves, right? Right. Um, and and, and and oftentimes, unfortunately, the the worst uh, enemy is ourselves. That's right. And and just thinking that we're less than, or we're we're going to be used to losing, or yeah. whatever, and and it's just not true. Sure. Um. You know, when you look at what somebody in your family did, I, I we we like to tell the school children somebody in your family was amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they built their own home. Yeah. They grew all of their own food. They made their own clothing, and they were able to protect their family against everything that came against it, or else you and I wouldn't even be here That's right. That's right. And and we don't tell that story in a way to shame them. We tell it in a way to inspire them that, yeah, yeah, there's lots of problems today. I mean, yeah, but when you honestly look at what somebody in your family overcame, man— the challenges we face today are nothing that's right compared to what somebody in your family has overcome so yeah appalachian up yes yes you know it's time to just appalachian up and 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 take those challenges head on um you know use the support of your community and face them head on
1: so let me let me back up that that original building is that a part of heritage farm yes which, which building is it i'm just curious so the the dairy barn that was mom and dad's first museum which opened in 1996 is, but so this building it was standing when your parents bought it in the 70s and it's still standing didn't move it
2: yes yet. and reeves is so cool um re- recently uh um the grand nephew okay of the last dairy farmers which were the you know, children, grandchildren. Yeah, anyway, right, so right, right. but anyway, he found family photos. Okay, um, and they're from most of them are from like 1918 because what they are is uh, World War One postcards. You know, picture postcards. So I would take a picture and write on the back, and that's what I would send to. So there were two brothers. Yeah, and one was serving in France, and one was back at home, right, uh, running the the, the farm. And um, and so in these photos, it's amazing. The barn looks exactly like which it which did. structure is it? It's the old dairy barn. Okay, okay, with the silo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so they're yeah, standing yeah. in front of it, yeah. and you know, and it looks just like it did a hundred years ago. So
1: you you said ninety six is when it opened.
2: Ninety six is when the first museum of Heritage Farm opened in that eighteen fifties dairy barn.
1: Okay, and then so talk about how it's evolved, how Heritage Farm has evolved since then.
2: So. Um, then it, because it was not handicap accessible you know the barn is like a, a maze in there it spirals and, yeah, sure. uh, so uh, and and it became more and more uh visited through motor coaches and school groups and things so they began in the early 2000s creating a village right so the church and the blacksmith shop and the museums and animals and now most recently adventure parks yes you know yeah Um, all goes back through what was really two of the seven dairy farms okay one was the Schaefer Dairy and the other was a Blatt
1: and Um, in a lot of those buildings too aren't they all like the the church was an old church right I mean talk about is all the buildings are all the buildings kind of like that or is that so the
2: the only original buildings um so it was it was just a it was just a normal farm growing up you know we raised cattle and sheep and corn and all that kind of thing most of those buildings um were brought in from other places like the church right. was a old log church in Lincoln County sure. um where 3 and 10 split there in West Hamlin okay um a local contractor had taken it down years yeah. years ago and then when he saw dad building that village he's like i finally know where this goes (laughs) yeah Um, it had been stored in his uh building for years Um, and then dad took other structures to make what we see today so like the apple butter inn is made up of a cabin from lavalette okay south point and point pleasant sure you know um the blacksmith shop there was a gentleman who came from uh Owensburg, Kentucky and and helped us, you know, create that like yeah. what he knew they used to look like. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so
1: uh, you know, we're recording this a week of Thanksgiving and and um you know, I told you before we got started, I, I love going to the Christmas village every year. And one of my favorite things about it is going to that church and they're playing the mm. the Christmas carols, usually mm. just a guy on a guitar or a guy on a guitar and maybe a violin. Yeah. And um that, I'm 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 not just saying this because you hear, I really and truly. That's when I feel the Christmas spirit. Mm. I, re- I get chills <laughs> when I walk in there, and I just yeah. I feel it's beautiful. It's well, absolutely be- beautiful in that room. It and, really is.
2: And and yeah, we feel too. So every Friday, uh, for the past three years, my mom in late 2019 said, "We should be we should be praying for Appalachia in that church because it might be the oldest Appalachian worship right. structure. Yeah, right. You know, at least sure. in this area. Yeah." And that's a great idea. So we started meeting there at 8 a.m. on Friday, every Friday, um, to pray for Appalachia. That's great. You know, and people like will leave little, little notes and stuff. So we started that in January of 2020. Okay. Not knowing that yeah. the world was good, but they people kept showing up, and you know, anyway. So it's amazing. So three years now, we're still still doing that. But yeah, that the church is special because you just think of. Yeah, you're sitting in some hand-hewn log structure <laughs> that's heard – think of all the prayers that right. those logs have that's heard right. over hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, so. beautiful. Cool.
1: It really is. So you kind of hinted on this, but but talk about what what is the goal uh, or the mission of, of Heritage Farm?
2: So our mission is to – uh, to be a source of hope and renewal for the the, the people of Appalachia so by sharing their bold and uh, and and amazing stories um, that don't get heard you know it's interesting if you think about the the national narrative very very few well, we're the first frontier, right? Right. We were the Wild West. We were, Right? I mean, and and very, very few stories made it out of the mountains. And, and in fact, if, if, if you ask the national narrative, you know, what do you know about Appalachia? Typically, the only thing you'll hear is Hatfield-McCoy. That's what I was going to say. Yes. And which is very interesting when you think about it, because at the heart of the Hatfield-McCoy dispute – is the Civil War? That's right. Which you know is unique. Well, it,
1: it was it was uh, you know kind of founded from the Civil War, right? Sure. The, I mean, the, the seeds were planted through the Civil War.
2: Yeah, you had these neighbors who were fighting for the same side. That's right. And then all of a sudden, one June, halfway through the war, they said, "Oh, by the way, you're now fighting against each other." That's right. And th- think about that. And so, West Virginia is unique in that case, in that it was in. That you had to, quote, switch sides. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the middle of the war. Right. Who, who has ever endured that? That's right. I can't think of, you know, anyway. That's right, yeah. So it creates a unique narrative that, again, has never been told. So – when We get a lot of motor coaches who want to come, and because the History Channel filmed the Hatfield-McCoy documentary at the farm, and so there's lots of groups that want to come and, and experience it that, and which, which is fine. Yeah, sure. But our opening question is, we know you love talking about stolen pigs and girls and all that stuff, but what we want you to think about today is, could you have been a Hatfield? Right. Could you have been a McCoy? Could you built your own home? grown your own food that's right and and protected your family against everything that's coming against it i mean right honestly most of us would have to confess we'd be dead in 10 minutes right <laughs> yeah. no so right. It's, it's it's uh it's an interesting turn on a story and the other aspect of that is that exact same family feuding wild west was happening at the same time out west that's right and there was the stories. national narrative romanticized it, right? Wyatt Earp, oh, that's cool. Well, it's just that they didn't want that. They wanted you to keep going west. That, that's right. Th- that narrative had passed. They wanted you to keep going west, not stay in the mountains. Sure.
1: So, I mean, you know, again, kind of talking now, move, transitioning to, to talk about her- heritage and, and education – You know, how does, how do you think, how does Heritage Farm help to kind of overcome those stereotypes? Yeah, I think the key is problem solving to just
2: inspire children and honestly adults to problem solve. You know, the basis of all commerce is problem solving. Every time you and I spend a dollar or receive a dollar, it's because we're trying to solve a problem. I'm hungry. I'm bored. I'm sleepy. I'm sick. I'm fill it in. And so... If we can begin to encourage children to quit going to school for a job, because honestly, we have no idea what jobs there's going to be 15 years from now. That's right. I mean, the world changes so quickly. Five years. But I can guarantee you there will always be problems to solve. And so tying that into their heritage, your ancestors were incredible problems that's all he did right? right it was that is why you're still here yeah and so if you can tap into that i'm not asking you to be somebody you aren't i'm asking you to be who you were sure right and 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 that problem solving skill is what is going to change uh, or or rebirth Appalachia. I, I really think the future for Appalachia is very bright.
1: Well, I mean, let's let's go back to the, the problem solving and, and again. Let me, let me go, let's go back to the, the stereotypes. And and I, uh, I I travel a lot and I've got friends all over. You know, Cincinnati and Louisville, Lexington. Um, the stereotypes they do get old, right? Mm-hmm. They, and but how, you know, are you educating? You talk about the the, the kids. To make themselves more proud of where they're from, or is it the adults from the outside of areas and the stereotype? I mean,
2: it's all, yeah, it's all sure. of the above. So, right. so I think you know. So, so there's different segments, right? There's our school children, yes. Then there's our local people, and then there's visitors. That's right. right? And yeah, they yeah. all need to hear the narrative. I don't know where you. I don't care where you grew up. You need to know that somebody in your family was amazing. That's right? right. Yeah, it's not sure. just Appalachia, but yeah. that is our that is our mission because of the collection that mom and dad were able to put together to tell that story. And I think, you know, here's one of my examples. Clearly, we have never here in Appalachia had the economy that you would have liked to have, you know. And, And so because of that, not very many people get to earn a living at what god created them to do yeah. you know yeah and some of my favorite examples about that i mean when you go through the museum and you see that 1908 electric truck mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here's here we are 115 years later still dorking around trying to figure out this technology that came out the exact same year as the model t4 right and you know it, it was amazing that mom and dad were able to collect all these all these uh, uh artifacts but the other miracle was the friends that came around them to figure out how to put them because mom and dad wouldn't put anything into a museum until it came back to life okay they wanted to see how it worked had to work and so <clears throat> cool you find this 1908 electric truck uh in the cxx junkyard you yes. know but dad wanted to see it work and, right you know okay great maybe toyota can do it or maybe the you know but nobody wants to touch a 100 year old wooden batteries right yeah sure but he was persistent anyway long story short our mailman is who brought that 1908 electric truck back to life.
1: How's that? He, he,
2: he asked, he knocked on dad's door and said, uh, Mr. Perry, what are you planning to do with those electric trucks? There were two. Yeah. And dad said, well, I'm, I'm impressed that you actually know what they are. Cause they were all junked up and, you know, um, but I want, I want to see them work before I put them in a museum. And he said, well, um, my name's Zane Parsons. I'm your mailman. Um, I, I've been studying them since the first day I saw them in your field, and I'm pretty good with electronics. Would yeah. you give me a try? And Dad had learned long ago that there's genius in these hollers. That's genius. right. That's right. Um, they may not call themselves engineers. They just call it tinkering, That's right? right? That's right. Yes. And, yeah, huh. scariest 10 miles per hour I've ever gone in my That's life. That's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. But there's all kinds. And then, you know, once, he, once you find that friendship and that genius, I mean, as just one example of many, Mr. Parsons brought many things to the farm back to life, including yeah. an amusement park and lots of
0: trains. And yeah. Moses Amal of Huntington has been a region's premier Cadillac dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs, visit us online at mosesmeansmore.com.
1: I feel like a lot of other regions have kind of lost their their culture, you know, again, I mentioned Cincinnati earlier. Cincinnati had a major German heritage, German, German culture. They still celebrate it. They do their Oktoberfest and they have their strudels and so forth. But I, I don't know how authentic it still is. I feel I feel like you know, talk about your your ancestors are amazing, amazing. A lot of us still live where our ancestors mm. We're from right? right, so we talk about our our heritage today and and how we've kind of you know have we managed to keep it uh how have we managed to keep it
2: well i yeah super super i I hinted earlier that I think the future for appalachia is very bright yeah. and and I think part of that if you think about the it, it it's it's the one it's the one group that we really haven't celebrated from a especially from a tourism aspect okay. there is no Major celebration of you know uh, the Ozark Mountain people have Branson and and the Smoky Mountain people have Pigeon Forge and you know and Louisiana has the uh, Cajun culture and all those kind of things. Four hundred and thirty counties, thirteen states. Nobody on a major scale has celebrated Appalachia.
1: Smoky Mountains, I mean, that's, is that, that's part of Appalachia, right? Kindness, but or that's you, not
2: what they're celebrating.
1: Got it. You're right. called the Smoky Mountains. And then yeah. um, Pikeville has Hillbilly Days. Um, you know, so that's but from a
2: major standpoint. Yeah. And so that's really what we're so working on. So the Appalachian
1: Festival, is that something you're working yeah, on? Yeah,
2: because we think Exit Eight, right here in, in Huntington, West Virginia, is the geographic epicenter of the whole Appalachian region. Right. And you it have is, I-64 in the middle, yes. running right through it. Forty thousand cars going by every day. This looks like a good place to celebrate Appalachia and yeah, sure. show the world what it's all about. Not and 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 explain the powerful narrative, not the degrading one. That's
1: right, and, and that's again the, the powerful narrative too. You've you've talked about our ancestors. Something that something that frustrates me is, you know, West Virginia. We have had more people serve in the military per capita than any other state. Yeah, um, we supplied steel and power. For this country for a yes. hundred years, right. and it's like lately I feel like we've kind of been forgotten about the last yeah. twenty or thirty years or so as people have transitioned from coal to other sources. And I, I just I, that's where I kind of get frustrated. I just feel like we've we've been forgotten one of, about. One of the we, we, we were used, and now we're we're moving on.
2: Yeah, I, I may not be able to get through it, but I encourage you to go on the Benidom Foundation um website and go look at mr benedem's um codicil to his will it's one of the best enunciations of what you just said okay so mr benedem which the benedem foundation is the largest private foundation for the benefit of west virginia okay um he was born in west virginia but he made his wealth in pittsburgh okay um and um you know he had a typical lawyer will right and i'm i'm a a former lawyer, so I can say that, right? <laughs>
1: right, 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 sure. So,
2: And then he hand-wrote his codicil. And I'm paraphrasing, but I do encourage you to – on their website, you can go look. But he basically says, um, I, I don't know why the Lord blessed me more than others. Um, and he goes through all this stuff, and he says, um, and thank you, Pennsylvania, for, you know – Growing my wealth, but I hereby leave it mm. in trust for the benefit of West Virginia, whose blood, sweat, and tears yeah. made Pittsburgh, Chicago, New York possible. Yeah, with their coal and their steel, but never received the benefit for their burden.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, That's it's just awesome. amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. You've said this a couple of times. and Why do you think our our future is so bright right now? Well, I
2: think. Um, you know, one thing, uh, and clearly the pandemic was not a good thing; it was no. a bad thing. But it shifted a lot of people's focus upon the mountains, the yeah. ability. Oh my goodness, you guys still have room. Yeah, you still have land. Yes, men um, over the last three years, um, and these are just ad hoc conversations with visitors who, um, you know, came to the farm yeah. and were coming. To look at someplace else to live. Yeah, you know, where they're from is too crowded. Yeah. where they're from, and and then the flip side, which Brad Smith has been so good at pointing out. Hey, if you got broadband, my job, I can work anywhere. That's right. I right. choose this place. Sure. I had a I had a, a family from um, Arizona, and that's what they were doing. They were simply. They they had looked up and say where are there less people? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and and, uh, and and they specifically said that you know can you imagine living right across from Pullman Square? That's amazing. Yes. You know that yes. that's like right from somebody who comes from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it's so I think not only, uh, but I think the challenge is I think the important thing for us to consider. You know you can learn from all these other versions that have gone before us i think my challenge what i'd like us to focus on is how do we create a tourism destination without destroying the thing that we were intended to celebrate that's right which has in the past usually happened you know you want to have so many people to come to it that you crush it
1: well again we we smoky mountains is that what you're kind of referring to? I mean I, I Gatlinburg is, is beautiful, but you go to Main Street and it's just tacky t-shirt factories and, and all, all that kind of stuff. Is that what you're kinda of saying? Like yeah. you don't
2: wanna You don't wanna crush the thing that you brought you there in the first place. Yeah. And, and so the, the 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 ability to do that with the proper planning, yeah. the topography helps you, right? So, so our vision is: I don't want ten thousand car parking lot, right? Because um, we'd have to destroy the thing we're selling. But what you want to be able to do? Certainly, you want to you want a healthy economy. You want people. You want to ha- have employment. You want to be able to um, increase the the local wealth. But you need to do it in a way that's responsible, sustainable. And I, I I say it's more like a flywheel as opposed to a vacuum cleaner. Historically, every tourism attraction has tried to be a vacuum cleaner, yeah. sucking everything to its vortex yeah. and not allowing anybody else to have anything else. And you strangle yourself yeah. by doing that. As opposed to a flywheel, what I want us to do is when you come to, say, Huntington or Heritage Farm, give them a taste of what Appalachia's like. Okay. Find out what they love And then send them deeper into the mountains, right? So, oh my goodness, you love history? Well, you need to go to you know uh, Salem. Uh, Oh, you 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 love white water rafting? You need to go to the New River Gorge. That's right. You love fill in the blank? And send them deeper into the mountains. So all of those doing that together, all ships rise.
0: Moses Audemal of Huntington has been the region's professional grade GMC dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned GMCs, visit us online at mosesmeansmore.com.
1: Talk about your involvement. Obviously Heritage Farm Heritage Farm is, you know, is a tourist destination, but you're also involved like in the Huntington CVB too. Talk about your your tourism involvement currently too. Yeah,
2: I think the Huntington CVB is a, is at a pivotal stage. Um, we're in the middle of a strategic planning session about what does tourism look like going forward yeah. locally and then regionally. Um, you know, unfortunately, we, we so often keep on our state blinders, right? Oh, well, I got supported by this state, so I need to fo- focus on this state – that does not matter in tourism right what do you you mean well the tourist wants to visit three they think it's amazing that you can hit three states in a half hour right so we need to begin cooperating with ohio and kentucky so that this region it's not just huntington this whole region can be a tourism hub because to the traveling tourist they love that they can check off three That's right. states, uh, and and so we need to build attractions within each of those three, so that it's a, a seamless um, transition and a seamless journey for for the visitor.
1: What 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 other opportunities do you see right now for, for tourism in our, in our area?
2: Well, uh, we are currently working on. Um, uh, uh, hopefully be the first uh, the country's first indoor outdoor snow park because okay. we need a winter product um so you know i have to have to lay off a lot of people at the end of october um work on christmas village and then we don't see them again till april that's, that's right that's not sustainable and so um we're we're putting our efforts on uh uh First step would be an indoor snow park, so that we can continue year round, right? And 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 we need to build from that because you can't. It's hard to be sustainable, and again, if you're trying to create employment, you can't do that on, you know, eight months. Right. So so building those bridges uh, economically that allow full season employment, I think, is our next step.
1: Sure. You you mentioned like you know the working with Kentucky and Ohio. Uh, Ohio for, for West Virginia kind of to, to build up our build up our, our, our tourism. but you know what other steps and strategies do you believe that could elevate our region's appeal tour, towards a, a more broader audience of, of, of tourists?
2: Well, the division of tourism at the state level has done a phenomenal job. Uh, Chelsea Ruby and her team, the last gosh, four years has really, and that's been a tough four years if you think about that's it right. with the pandemic stuff but her and her team have really uh shifted the narrative now thus far they have primarily focused uh for the DC market that's right because of the proximity of the eastern panhandle and the and and the national park that's right uh um, recognition for the new river gorge well
1: and if you go if i love to go skiing and in, in timberline and uh, i enjoy i love the towns of thomas and davis and yeah. if you go to any restaurant or brewery there Everybody's wearing uh, uh, Washington uh-huh. uh, uh, Commanders gear and uh, Senator, or not Senator? What are they? The Washington Nationals and right. and uh, all the kind of stuff. I mean, half the people there are from D.C. and from the D.C. south. every every person you talk to on a ski lift is from well, that's D.C. Yes, yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. rode I rode the the new
2: wonderful lift that uh, the the Perfect North people oh my put in there. Yes, I rode. And this is just a uh, – but I think I rode it 10 times, and I only rode with a fellow West Virginian same. once. So it,
1: probably me. Yeah, I mean, that's right. right that's I'm right. Same way. It's Pittsburgh. It's, it's uh, Virginia. It's D.C. It is. Yeah,
2: so, I mean, so <laughs> proving the fruit of her labor. But then from our standpoint and what we're working on, we want to – teach all those school children how to ski here locally so they go. can begin to yeah, sure. participate in that in that wonderful uh sport. But so I, I just use that as an example of they have been I mean, her and her team have done such a great job focusing that way. We just need to create destinations on the western side of the state that's right so they can begin to do that to cincinnati columbus
1: yeah Lexington, sure. or fly in here you yeah, go yeah fly, i mean you know, yeah from
2: yeah. from wherever allegiant goes yes. you can you can get there here too and so um and they are working towards that
1: but we have to have the things that bring them here same you know kind of question um well and let me let me go back you mentioned like the last five years or so and, and mentioned the pandemic i mean two things though that kind of stick out too one, I think one opportunity with the, with the pandemic was um, people could go to Fayetteville, right? You could go outside and hike during the shutdowns right. and so forth. So that right. was an opportunity. And then two, same thing. That na- that Fayetteville becoming uh, a national park Huge. has really, really elev- elevated that place. You can and, really tell. And so
2: that's another angle that we're looking to focus on making this area a destination for tourism is we are the gateway that's right. to the newest national park. It is. You know, for the entire western uh you know portion of the united states
1: what do you think's holding us back on tourism right now
2: honestly the answer is ourselves yeah what do you well, mean
1: you just gotta we,
2: we, we accept defeat
1: yeah or we, failure or yeah. less
2: than yes and i don't know why but
1: can you talk about that what i i agree uh, i just want to make sure i agree on exactly but what, what do you mean though on we accept defeat
2: we accept lesser than and there's no reason um I have I've been blessed to travel pretty much anywhere, um, and and I love travel. I love seeing new things. Of I love going, but I love coming home. Sure, and um, I think that ability to travel has really helped me love this place because yeah. then I know how special it is. Yeah, and unfortunately, not everybody has been able to go see other places. Sure, and and so. If the only thing that you know about here is what you see on TV, or you know what you're told by the outside, yeah. you 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 haven't had the opportunity to see yeah. how special it is.
1: And let, me, let me add that too. I love going whitewater rafting. I usually go once a year, and uh, usually I go with out of town people. I love it. And again, talking about shoot, you know, accepting defeat the the guy, have you have you rafted before yes okay yes. and and the guides uh, those are a different breed of, <laughs> of people okay but you know we're on the bus and we're going from you know the the wherever the um, the resort to the to the put in place or whatever yeah. and they make all these West Virginia jokes mm. it drives me insane yeah. it really I'm like guys this is our opportunity it doesn't get any better than this right. to me in terms yes. of showcasing right. West Virginia yeah I I've I've gone rafting with friends from from Cincinnati and and they've made the stereotypical West Virginia jokes and they came here and visited us They're like oh my gosh place it's beautiful right we went rafting and like we're floating they let you out of the boat and they let you you know float and the guy goes man Nobody made, God made this. I went, yeah, nobody yeah. made this. Yep, you know, this is not Disney World. This right. is massive. God made this. Yeah. And then again, you were on the boat and they make these dumb deliverance jokes and whatever yeah. else. I'm like, shut up. All right. 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 Hey, how beautiful is this place? We, we're, we Again, to... we're shooting ourselves in the foot on those stereotypes and it's getting old. It really yeah. is, you know? I, it's
2: funny you say that. So the best commercial for West Virginia that I've ever received was on the Snake River in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which is a gorgeous place yeah I and mean, you've got snow-capped mountains right. bison grazing in the green fields yes. and you're in this blue river on a float yeah right and the guide was going around asking people where they're from and i said west virginia and he says oh hey ladies and gentlemen <laughs> if you want to see someplace that's beautiful yeah you have got to go to West Virginia yep. now their mounds are a lot older than these that we're looking at that's right but you have got to go and I I was almost like in shock and yeah, never normally you get oh I have a cousin in Roanoke or there, something you know yes. and so I, I you know when the ride was over uh, I got I, was like, I really appreciate are, are you from West Virginia you know he said no the National Park Service has a program where out of when you're out of season where you are you can go to another national okay. park and, right 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 and uh, so i worked at the gully that's awesome uh the previous year he's like man that place is just gorgeous and so it was so ironic because i was just thinking the exact same thing about his
1: place that's you right know? yeah
2: but it's it's just a good reminder that we need to be proud of where it we is are. we have to and, we're not you're right you say yeah. we're
1: except to feet and we shoot ourselves in the foot yeah yeah, yeah. Is, is there any area that you think that that we could be like. Are there, are there any cities or tourism areas? Or like, I think West Virginia and Appalachia, Huntington, could be like this. I, I, I. Again, I don't want to put my opinion out there, but but I but I am. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina. I think that we. I've said this a number of times on this podcast too, um, when we're talking about tourism and opportunities the 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 foodie scene, the breweries, mm. and and the mountains that all mm. surround yeah. it. I love Asheville, and I feel like we could be like that in some ways.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, there's so many wonderful examples. I mean, honestly, you you mentioned like Davis and Thomas. Yes, obviously different size cities, but I, that's kind of what I'm getting to. We don't have to change who we are to be like anybody else. That's we have of, the chance to be unique, yeah. right? And so I think. Um, I like the idea of finding what each area is a superlative in and not ruin it. I mean, if you put high rises in Davis, you just ruined it. That's right. Right? Yeah, of course. I want to go to that Syrianas, right? Don't change that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. So how and so that's <laughs> the challenge yeah. is how do we think about each community, whether it's Genoa, or Huntington Charleston or Clay County yeah don't change them what is awesome about them and then let the world in yeah sure right and and but in a way that doesn't ruin it I mean I, I mentioned Clay County because um, you know one of its one of its superlatives or Ritchie County on up is it's one of the darkest places in America so you can actually see the Milky Way That's right in Ritchie County Awesome. So let's all go to Ritchie County and put up a skyscraper. Oh, we Oops. just killed it. Yeah, that's right. But people in Ritchie County need economic development. So how do you – instead of putting up skyscrapers, how do you invite people in without ruining the uh, yeah, right. the, the, the dark sky that is – anyway, so it's just different examples of let them be superlatives where they are yeah. uh, rather than trying to be someone else
1: how can businesses in our area uh how can they contribute to and add value how can they contribute to and how can they add value to promoting tourism in our in our area
2: love it i think if we um i mean we need to support each other right maybe take one of your next trips to blackwater falls or somewhere here begin supporting here yeah um, you know if if you're going to if you're going to buy somebody a present, buy them a steak part pass. You know, begin to discover or a why a Blinko, uh, glass. Yeah, and d- so yes, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Or a uh, oh, local yeah. artisan. Yes, yes. Begin to support the beauty that is here. Yeah. I
1: bring a Blinko. That is a tourism destination. Absolutely. I mean, people, when, same thing. I have people come out of town uh, for Thanksgiving, Black Friday or or Saturday. Yeah. We go to Blinko. I right? got to go to Blinko and get some stuff. So I mean, it's another. Yeah. opportunity
2: so just look you know. for those uh, you know and and most of all of us are small businesses that's right right yes. including most of the members of the chamber and and thank goodness for those that aren't small businesses too we need everybody but I think looking for an opportunity for if you were gonna do something for your employees anyway well figure out a way so they can all go do something at the farm, or the museum, yeah. or 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 Blinko, or something. You, we're not asking you to spend extra money, but think of the money that you're spending. Spend it here. Yeah, that's
1: right. That's right. Uh, anything else you want to share? Anything else I, I missed? Anything else you want to add on on tourism on Heritage Farm?
2: Well, just uh, the the tis the season. Yes. Uh, the 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 Christmas Village is December one, two, eight, and nine, and uh, we are uh, working on a surprise addition to the. To the park Um, Hopefully we'll have a a, a Snow tubing uh, hill To add to the fun At Christmas Village So we're working on that Stay tuned
1: Love it Audie, thanks for – and thank you for everything that you do for our area. And I, and I, I sincerely mean that. Yeah, uh, your Reeves. family, I've received uh, the, the Michael Perry scholarship when awesome. I was in high school for my first year at Marshall. Very cool. And um, um, like I said, and, and I meant what I said too when I go to the, the Christmas Village, I just get – that puts me in the spirit every year. So thanks for all that you do for our community. I sincerely mean
2: that. Thanks, Reeves. It was an honor to be here today. All right.
1: And that's our episode. I'm Reeves Kirtner. Thanks for listening. And thanks again to Audie Perry for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and even leave us a review. Season one of Even Your Business is presented by Moses Audemars of Huntington. Online at MosesMeansMore.com. Empowered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce
0: and Kindred Communications. This is Jason Moses, Executive Manager of Moses Automall of Huntington, where Moses means more. Thanks for listening to In Your Business.